my guest today organizes some of Montreal's most luxurious events. What started as a side project quickly became the standard of excellence in the industry. She continues to push the envelope by creating unique experiences. Okay. I'm an entrepreneur and an event architect, and I'm passionate about inspiring others to live an inspired life. Hello. <laughs> Thank you for being on the show today. It's my pleasure. Oh, Thank my, you for having me. Oh, my pleasure. It's been a while that I've been wanting to uh, invite you on the show. Uh, we've been social media buddies for, for a some while, time. Yes. And we have a few acquaintances in common, so uh, you were meant to be on this couch. <laughs> I'm excited to be on this couch. And you're doing so many amazing things. Uh, before we start talking about uh, my Maddie K Inspires, which yes. I know you started recently, mm -hmm. let's talk a bit about that crossroad. Because I know at some point you come from a corporate world and then you made the switch into event planning. Yes. How did you find the courage to make that jump? Oh my God, I can tell you it was probably the most hardest decision. It was one of the most scariest things I had ever done. Really? And it's just because, you know, it's just like anything else. When you when you jump into the unknown, you don't know what's going to happen. You're all right. your mind. And as humans, we have that tendency of always thinking of the worst case possible rather than thinking of the best case right. possible. So it was very difficult. And the people around me as well didn't help. I mean, family always, um, they, they love you and they're always watching out for you. But for some reason... <laughs> when it's time to take a risk, they're like, no, no, no not a good idea. They think they're protecting you, right? Absolutely. And you know what? At that time, I just had to listen to my gut. Okay. I had to listen to myself, and I owed it to myself to just do it. Right. And in my head, I, I even, not just in my head, I had conversations with my husband, and I told myself, I told him, what's the worst that's going to happen? I, I've gone to school. I have an education. I have experience. I'm living. Mm -hmm. I have two legs and two hands. I'm not scared <laughs> of going out there. And starting all over and right. working I'll go get a restaurant job if I have to until I find myself again so I had to do it and I'm happy I did because I've never looked back right. ever it's so far so good so far so good <laughs> it's gonna be actually and I, I did this when um, I was pregnant with my son okay and my son is going to be nine in November in two months. Wow. So in two months, I'm going to be celebrating nine years of being self-employed and entrepreneur. And I don't know where the time went. Congrats. Thank <laughs> you. I'm so proud, honestly, just because, um, you know, you hear women talking about it and saying, you know, we want to do it. We want to be an entrepreneur. We want to be right. self-employed. But that's where it stops. They don't do anything about it. And I, in and, and my coaching sessions with women, I tell them, you're going to have to take the first step at one point, whether it be now or five years from now or 10 years from now, you got to right. do it. And that once th that first step is not easy. It's not easy for anybody, mm -hmm. not just for you. So if you believe that this is what you want to do, just jump. Just do it. Yeah. So wait, you were pregnant when you made the decision. Yes. That's even more scary. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it was. Well, I was, I, I owned my own business for a while. Okay. So I was actually jugg juggling a very successful career and I was juggling running my own business. 
Okay. But it reached a point where I was working 24 seven. Right. I was working nights, I was working weekends doing my weddings. I was working daytime doing my full-time job, which I was doing really well at. Right. Um, and then I got pregnant. And I got pregnant and well. I had to sit down and think, okay, something's <laughs> gotta give because now right. there's a baby coming, right? What are you gonna do with that baby? Mm -hmm. There was a lot of thinking and trying to, you know, um, trying to basically right. uh, prioritize what's important and trying to reflect and trying to forecast and see and what do you want to do and it was extremely difficult for me because not a lot of people find themselves having to make a decision between an extremely successful career right. and a successful booming business right and so in a way I was blessed to be in that position but in a way it was a very difficult to position to be because you were miserable I no. wasn't miserable I loved both <laughs> I really did and um, to kind of turn your back on a steady income that is actually very good and very nice and a career that's growing is not easy right. to something that is unstable even though my business has been booming and doing good you know you never know what happens from one year to the other right so it, there's no guarantees in businesses um, so I took it because I knew I had to make a decision and the decision was I'm gonna be true to myself. I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur, right. so I, I did it. And it was a perfect time because I had that nine months of uh, mat leave. Yes. That was my financial cushion mm -hmm. uh, just to help me. And during those nine months, at the time you had a choice between nine and, uh, and nine months and one year. I don't know if it's still the same, but during that period of time, yes. it is, right? Mm -hmm. So during that period of time, I told myself, assess. And if you <laughs> feel that mm -mm, it's not gonna happen <laughs> at that point, go back to the working market. Right. Um, so even though I'm saying I jumped, I jumped half half-ass kind that's of thing. a great time to jump. No, I, <laughs> no? I, you know, I don't have kids, but I always think, okay, so first kid, that first maternity leave is like a business plan. The next maternity leave is the next business plan. Yes. I feel like it's the perfect time to yeah. reassess. Yes, <laughs> to reassess, you have your time. And I, I jumped and I jumped and uh, within two weeks of my son being born, I was doing my first event. Uh, well, oh, wow. first event, meaning I had an event. Okay. I mean, I was in business. I had already my contracts. It's just, I went back to work. There was no time to sit and lounge. Right. Uh, <laughs> just because things had to be moving. Now I was alone and I had to prove that I can do it. Right. And, I, and nine months from then, I wanted to be so conf confident that it's my right it's the right decision where I wouldn't even have to revisit the decision right and I never did oh good we never looked back my husband and myself we, we were blessed and it's uh, my business has grown every single year ever since then right it's not easy it's a lot of hard work and dedication but For I sure. believe if you want it you can do it anybody can do it well in terms of uh, your husband, since you mentioned him, yes. how has this impacted your relationship? Because I know that starting a business is kind of like having a baby. You yes. know, you have to grow it from scratch, and that can be uh, that could be a bit of a strain on a relationship and on the family life. Yes. How have you guys managed this as a couple? How we managed it years ago when we were together uh, without having any kids versus how we manage it now <laughs> is very different. I imagine. It's very, very different. But the beauty of it is uh, along the years, I've proven myself to my husband as well, you know? Mm -hmm. And he realizes and he goes, okay, you know what, Maddie? You were I'm right. Not, 
I'm not going to challenge you anymore. You want to do it, do it, because you've proven yourself too many times to me where I'm going to say, this is what you want to do, go for it. Right. But in terms of balancing, I mean, there's there's pros and cons in everything. And when you're self-employed, the beauty of being self-employed is being able to do your own schedule, the being able to hmm. call in, I, I never call in sick, but like, <laughs> You know, your kids need you. You right. drop everything and you go and pick, pick them up from school. You don't have to ask permission. No. Right. And that, for me, is worth a million dollars. Is If my daughter is sick, I'm going to stay home and I'm going to be be there with her and you know nowadays it's so easy to still do work from home and with mm -hmm. our laptops and computers we're just always always on and right. things can go ahead you know um, it was difficult more in the beginning years when there were babies and I just was a new mom and I didn't know how to handle all that and how to juggle it right. and I also was alone in my company now I have a team so things are that easier helps. it helps but it comes with its own set of issues you know it's, <laughs> it's like anything else in life <laughs> and you have also a great network of women that yes. are supportive of what you do. Friends right? and women, and they, they're, my, they're my sisterhood, mm. and they're supportive. And we've some of them have been friends for years. Some of them are new friends. Some of them were business um, acquaintances where we became close friends. I think that's extremely important because, you know what, with just a phone call away, these women have my back. Right. And whenever I'm stuck or whenever I feel like, okay, I don't know what's happening, but I need help. I call these women and I tell them, okay, let's go for lunch. <laughs> and then we need, I, I need, I need girl time, girl time you know? <laughs> and it's so important. Don't ever underestimate that girl time because... Super important. Super important in your daily life, in your business world, and in, in anything, you know? It's, mm -hmm. I, I, I And unfortunately, that. sometimes we do neglect that, right? When you start a new relationship, it's yes. all about the guy, or yes. you start a new career and you forget about those friendships, but those friendships take you a long way. Yes. Mm. Career-wise and personal. Absolutely, absolutely. You need you need it. You need it because um, it's it's. We were talking about it earlier. It's uh, it's uh, scientifically research has proven that you need those healthy relationships, yes. he healthy girl time, and it's so important because whenever I'm out there and I'm talking to the girls, I come back home and I feel relieved. You know, yes. just in it knowing releases that. your stress. For yeah. sure. absolutely. Knowing that you know you're not the only one um, that's feeling this, and there's. Everybody, all other women feel sometimes overwhelmed, um, confused, you know, they feel they're just too tired and mm -hmm. it's normal. Exactly. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to do a show where I get to share uh, the experiences and the stories of different women is because I feel like somehow, somewhere, someone is going to watch it and yes. connect with it. That's wonderful. We all have something in common. Yes. Right? And something <laughs> clicks and something clicks and it's you just need that one thing. Mm -hmm to click in a woman and, and she maybe has an aha moment and maybe she's inspired or feels empowered and then that just has a an effect and she, you know, you never know what she will do. Right. Yeah. And even certain things that aren't so perfect, right? Sharing that, you know, you were stressed out about something or that, you know, making the job maybe was, was scary. Yes. So other women know, okay, so it's normal. <laughs> For I'm scared sure. of this too. It's For normal. Sure. I need to push through. For sure. And I'm 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 very um uh 
how can I say this? I'm very open about that through my social media. I, I talk about fear all the time because mm. I find that fear paralyzes us. Yes. And a lot of women that I come across, a lot of women that I'm coaching, a lot of women that I just have regular random conversations with, I somehow find that the, you know, there's always fear behind yeah, everything. Some element of fear. Some, some <laughs> element of fear. You know, I want to do this, but. Yes. And then when you really dig deeper, you, you realize, you know, there's a fear. Fear of failure, fear of feeling, um, you Rejected. know, not good enough, to be feeling judged, feeling, mm -hmm. there's a million and one feelings that us women feel. So, yes. you know, I openly talk about fear okay. um, on my social media. And I, ho and I hope that through conversing and talking about this fear, you make women realize that, you know what? Nobody's life is perfect. Everybody has some sort of fear and some right. sort of insecurity about their lives. And, and I'm hoping that that will allow them to feel confident to just take the next step. And I think it does. <laughs> I, you know what? I, 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 I think it does as well, especially mm -hmm. nowadays. I feel there's a movement. Oh, and, yes, and definitely. And that movement is there, and it's and it's a noise. It's happening. It's happening all around us. And yes. I'm happy to hear that because we need more of that. Yes, I, I agree 100%. I think there is a wave of this female empowerment thing going on. We have so many conferences happening. Uh, I see more and more TED Talks for Montreal with these yes. amazing women. Yes. Uh, you know, a lot of local movement as well. And uh, I'm very happy about it. <laughs> it's important. It's important because I, I, I sometimes look back and I think in my 20s when I, when I graduated from college and I started uh, my career, it was a very lonely place. Right. You know, it really was because, I mean, you know, you have your girlfriends, but nobody really takes, you know, that time to sit down with you and talk about that. We were all doing what we thought was the right thing to do. Graduate, right. get a degree, go to get a nine to five and start looking for your husband. You know, <laughs> that's that's what we were thinking. Right. But, you know, I wish that we had this back in the times when I was younger because I would have avoided a lot of mistakes that I did. Um, and I know that you learn from your mistakes, but my hope is to help other younger, younger girls to avoid right. mistakes and right. be able to, you know, kind of fast forward that learning and get to where they are supposed to be earlier on in I their agree. life. I agree. I definitely feel like one, when I graduated university, I thought I was going to be so happy. I'm done. I have my yeah. bachelor. Yeah. I've never felt so lost in my life. I know. I, know. I was done and I, okay, I did everything I'm supposed to do, now what? I know. <laughs> so it was very confusing and I was very much in that search of a mentor. And I think that's what inspired me, you know, doing my website and the show. It was really a personal quest to find it. But I thought if I'm looking for a mentor, other people must be as well, yes. you know? Yes. So that's kind of how all yes. that started. And mentorship is the best thing ever. Honestly, because that person takes you under her or his wing mm -hmm. and kind of tells you the ropes, tells you how it is. And what better than a mentor that's actually going to help you because they, they have an invested interest in you and the invested interest is really wanting you to succeed. Right. Otherwise, they wouldn't give you their time, right? Yes. And wanting you to find your path so in turn one day you can also help others that's right. that's what humanity is about we're we're here to help each other and carve and design lives that inspire us exactly. and make us happy you know so uh if if there's one advice i can give anybody mm -hmm. uh female or male find a mentor right in the field that you want um and if you're confused just find a mentor that you see knows your city and right. somehow can get you through doors and somehow can as someone you connect with 
Absolutely. Yeah. Is this, well, this line of thought, is that what inspired the retreats? Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yes, for sure. <laughs> I mean, it is within this line of thought, right. just because we want the retreat, it, it goes with this movement that I'm talking to you about is uh, helping women find themselves, making them feel inspired, making them feel empowered, making them feel that they can also do it, mm -hmm. you know, and allowing them to dream, allowing them to follow their dreams right. and to also design a life that makes you so happy. Mm -hmm. You know, don't wait for life to happen. You make your own life. You design your own life. So when you close your eyes and you try to imagine your life, Whatever it is that you imagine, you can do it. Right. You know, <laughs> you can do it. Don't let anybody be in your way. So, um, okay, coming back to the retreat. The retreat was um, inspired from an experience that I had with my girlfriend. So okay. you've had the pleasure of interviewing um, Natasha. Natasha, yes. Natasha Gargiulo is actually a very dear friend of mine, but she's also the co-founder of Medicaid Inspires, which okay. is a retreat. And the retreat was um, inspired by both of us when we went to Tuscany and we had this together. experience together. So it was years ago. Um, she contacted me because she was having some issues in her marriage. And obviously she contacted a few of our girlfriends and she said, let's go to this Debbie Travis um, retreat that okay. um, in Tuscany. And I laughed and I'm like, in July, you know, in the middle of my disease season, wedding. So I'm like, crazy. What do you think? And then she's you're like, a good friend. You went anyway. Well, you know what? I think it was it was meant to be mm -hmm. because I looked at my calendar and I didn't have anything during those two weekends. Okay. And I'm like, is it really? That year, I was booked solid every single weekend. Wow. So um, I said maybe it's meant to be. And then I talked to my husband, and he's like do it you know <laughs> and everything just aligned so nicely that okay. fast forward we went okay even though in my head i was thinking what is this retreat gonna really do for me i didn't realize it i didn't think it was gonna do anything because i didn't feel i was at crossroads actually okay. i was very happy where i was in my life career was good kids were good husband was good life was good everything, everything was, was good good <laughs> but i went because i wanted to be there for one of my girlfriends okay. and we went and to my surprise it was the best thing that ever happened to me really? because i realized I, even though i was not at crossroads from the women around me and the women that were talking about their experiences i learned so much okay. about my life and what i don't want for okay. myself i was able to identify mistakes that i probably was on the path of making okay and i stopped mm. myself from making because i saw these women in their 60s in their 50s and i said no no oh, i don't want to i don't want to be that okay. i want to learn from that and i want to come back home and make changes because the worst thing is being in your 60s or 70s and looking back and saying i should have i should have could have yeah <laughs> i don't want to do that i want to say yeah did it done it did it did it failed you know like no i don't regrets. care whatever no regrets but i want to do it so we came back home and me and natasha we started talking and um it wasn't right away that it it, it clicked it clicked at one point, mm -hmm. but it wasn't right away. It was like an internal conversation that me and her had to have privately in our with ourselves okay. until one day it just clicked and I text her and I said, we're doing let's a do ladies it. retreat. <laughs> and she's like, I'm in, no, no questions, I'm in, let's do it, let's do it, you know? And I was at the quintessence at the time with my husband and I was sitting on the balcony and I, just felt it. I felt the energy and I said, it's a time, the timing is right. right. We wanted to, what we wanted to do was we wanted to bring that experience that we had to Montreal. 
to women in Montreal and to, you know, it's not reasonable for somebody to, a woman that has kids, to pack up and say, I'm going on a retreat in Tuscany and you'll see me in two weeks. See you right. later. You know? <laughs> I mean, we were blessed to have that experience and also money-wise, it's not cheap either, right. you know? So, yes, Tuscany was beautiful, gorgeous, gorgeous, <laughs> amazing, but it's not where we went that made the experience it's the experience that made the experience unforgettable okay. and was able to touch us the fact that we had those women sitting around the table mm. and talking it was really the sisterhood the, there you go that's what it was <laughs> you took the words right out of my it mouth was, exactly honestly it was a sisterhood mm -hmm. so we said okay well we can have that sisterhood anywhere right why not bring it to women in montreal okay cool and vatican spires was was born. Was born. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're actually celebrating two years. It's going to okay. happen at the end of this month. The and second one. The, the second, second retreat. One. Yes, okay. the second retreat. And the response is just amazing. Well, I've heard amazing things about it. Uh, a friend of mine, uh, Tootie, who has Rev Communication, yes. went to your first one. Yes. And um, she's a bit like me. She was a bit skeptical, I think, at the beginning. Yes. And she loved it. She told me it was amazing. She made new friends. There was definitely that sense of sisterhood. Yes. And it was very much empowering. Mm -hmm. And it's nice to connect with other women and realize that, okay, we go through some of the same things. And if we don't go through the same thing, we can definitely learn from each other. Yes. And, uh, and she had an amazing experience. So hopefully I can make it to the next one. One day, you never know. <laughs> it's usually the skeptical ones that make get the really? most out of it. I'm I mean, I was skeptical. like that. I was skeptical. Tootie was so skeptical. I saw it in her eyes, you know. And I knew Tootie before, but I just didn't know her so well. Mm -hmm. But after She's the retreat, so we're just like, okay. Tootie, whatever you need, you just tell me. <laughs> and whatever I need, I tell her. And she's like, okay, Maddie, got it. So just an example of a sisterhood that, yeah. you know, once you create that bond, nothing's going to break it. Right. You know? It's such a good feeling. And it's a good feeling. Of yeah. course it's a good feeling because I respect her and I respect all the women that were there. And, and I encourage everything that they're going through and they're doing. And it's just so amazing. Mm -hmm. And to know that we were able to make even the tiniest difference, mm -hmm. it's gratifying. Right. So what kind of advice would you give to all the other women out there who are a bit stuck at that crossroad and are stuck at uh, the fear? You know, they, they're fearful of following their passions. You know, there's, there's, there's two reasons why you're fearful. You're fearful. fearful. You're mm -hmm. fearful because you're just too busy playing the comparison game mm -hmm. and you're thinking, oh my God, you know, how am I going to get there? Look at that person. She's already doing it all. I mean, is there even room for me and all right. of that? And the answer to that is absolutely there's room. Mm. Stop comparing your beginning with somebody's middle, right? Okay. So it's, you haven't even started and you're starting to doubt yourself. Right. Why, you know? Maybe you have something that this world needs and you're being selfish by thinking, me, 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 and you're keeping it. You're supposed to share your gifts mm -hmm. with the world. So don't be fearful, just jump and do it, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and then the next thing is just you're scared of failing. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what? Don't worry, people are so selfish, they're not, they're not focusing on you. They might focus on you for a second, but then they're going back to me, 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 me. Because yes. we're so egotistical, we're just thinking about us all the time. Right. You think people are going to be sitting and talking about your failure for, you know? For a year? No, for no. a year, they no. Forget the, the they next forget, day. they're like too focused on their <laughs> next move, you know? And failure is part of the journey anyways. Absolutely. Yeah. And you learn, and you fall, and you get up, and you fall, and you get up. And you know, if you're a mother, you, you're teaching that to your children anyway, so time to start practicing it. Right. Right? Mm. 
That's a very good point. Yeah. <laughs> well, Manny, thank you so much. Thank you for these wise words. It's my pleasure. Uh, yes, it was a lot of fun, and I'm excited to hear more about the retreat, and I'm looking forward to it. And uh, congratulations. All, oh, thank it's you. Your business anniversary soon. <laughs> yes, it is. I should be planning something. I yes. don't have time, but anyway. <laughs> but so yes, it is. You. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, my pleasure. And thank you to you guys for joining us on another episode of Couch Talk. See you next time. Wish to see you, wish to see you, may all the colors.